All right, we should be live. I've been gone for a few days. Literally went to Florida. Probably we're gonna live. We both got haircuts. It's January 4th, first I didn't time get I'm talking to you. You didn't get a haircut, you just showered, you <laughs> fucking hair. filthy animal. Come on. All right. I mean, Skip Bayless is now a LeBron James fan. Yeah, I know. I know. That was fucking amazing. Where are you right now, sir? I'm alive from an undisclosed location. Okay, you're cool. You're cool. Go suck a dick. Either way, I just got back from Florida. My flight got canceled. My layover flight. And the only yes. reason I put I did a layover was because if I did a direct flight, it was going to be 10 p.m. I got there. But if I did a layover, I could get there at 10 a.m. It was a 30-minute layover. You know what I mean? No biggie. We literally board the plane. 30 minutes pass by. They're like, we can't find your captain, so we're going to have to cancel the flight. Everyone deplane. Wait, no. First they told us deplane because they couldn't find the camp, uh, the captain. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, we sit in the lobby, you know, like the waiting area, the gate. They're like, ah, it's only else. Your flight has been canceled. And then we just had to go. And they told us we couldn't get another flight till the 4th, so I just – Rented, <laughs> rented another because I already had a rental paid for in Miami that I couldn't pick oh, up. Damn. Went to the rental company, was like, Can we still honor this rental that I paid for, even though I'm in Atlanta? Like, yeah, can I get them at the same company? They're like, Nah, and I'm like, Okay, so here's $1,100. I'm gonna rent this car, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna rent this car from January 1st at like 9 30 in the morning. So we dropped it off yesterday at four in St. in Tampa. St. Pete, more realistic. Just we'll talk more at the end of the show. St. Pete was like a thousand dollars. We looked at like apartments and shit. Thousand dollars more, less, less than Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Oh, oh okay. Monthly rent. Yeah. And like we and the programs are there to get easier or easier to get into for both my girlfriend for law school and for me. Even though I got into Maryland today. Shout out. Ooh. And three out of three right now. And Crab cakes and football, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but the dream is obviously Miami or like Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I guess we'll, we could talk about it at the end. We'll talk about it later. Let's get into NBA. I haven't been here in a while. So I wanted to do something real quick. I'm going to pull out my phone. We're going to have a five-minute timer. But I want to do basically five minutes, and we're going to pull up right here. I got some rumors, and we're just going to go through these rumors real quick, and we'll choose which one to talk about. The first one is interesting because we talked about it last week, and – I'll make sure you're cool with it before we do it. But right here, for, we'll do five top five rumors, five minutes each. First one, the Hornets are refuting the report of the contract discussions with Miles oh, Bridges. Oh, wow. Yeah. You want to start with That's that one? fresh news. Yeah, this came out like three hours ago. <laughs> I made a video on it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't this geek? Okay. Let me, I'm setting the timer right now. Five minutes starts now. Okay. So according to a report from the Charlotte Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets were interviewed by this girl named Paige Mason of the Charlotte Observer, the local, you know, the biggest newspaper, I believe, in North Carolina. And they asked the quote from the Charlotte Hornets, hey, are you guys having ongoing contract discussions with Miles Bridges, which was reported by Adrian Wojnarowski last week that they were discussing the contracts and hope to sign him soon so he can begin his suspension, which we discussed with Luke last week. Now it's they gave a comment to Paige that they have not. Get, had any sort of discussion with 
Miles Bridges or even like talked about how they reintegrate him into the community. And they declined to comment if they if they will sign him in the future. What are your thoughts on that? I think the situation is just weird. It's just the reason why it's weird, and I, we've talked about this a lot, is when it goes quiet, it's weird. It's like, buy. not when you buy, I guess, but like, it's too quiet. Like, if Christian Wood, I'm not Christian Wood, my apology, Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges was actually coming back, I feel like it would not just one person. Like, I don't feel like it, we'd be the only ones talking about it. Yeah, nobody's talking about Miles. That's what I'm saying. Isn't you that know, a, at like the a same valid... time, though? Yeah, I mean, at the same time, nobody's talking about the Brooklyn Nets, and I think it has a large portion to do with Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that's media, though. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know too much about the Miles Bridges sitch going on. I feel like I always find out. Obviously, like, we've talked like, in. But like this news, the news always comes out like right when we do the show. I swear, or ends, or comes yeah, out right like after it ends. Like last night, after you guys went off, I I laughed so hard because I knew you guys right as you guys ended that note. News broke. Oh, the Zion. The Zion, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, personally, if I had to just take a, a, a swing here, I would imagine that Charlotte was in talks, maybe with their agent. With Bridges' agent or his, you know, his his affiliation, and maybe there was some some rumblings. I will say though, I think regardless of if they refuted this or not, I still think, like honestly, I, or I guess what I should say is, even if Charlotte were to be interested in bringing Miles Bridges back, I personally don't think they would openly confirm that until like it actually went down just as some damage control because what if it was a smoke screen to see how the public would react well that, that would be awesome because i i don't think the public was too pleased i you know again I, I even that report last week it was flown under the radar well and then you, you saw he was at the game like that night yes was at, what was oh, it, the 23rd on the yeah, 23rd he was, he was at the game he, he was, was at his the boys game. up so I, I honestly think that there have been some talks between Charlotte and Miles, but maybe they, they just never – it was never anything serious and they got a lot of backlash and now they're – He's got to take a minimum the first year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know It's not what's a long-term going deal unless, like, he's that scared financially that he just takes a shit deal. But you assume he takes – He's got that team. music going. <laughs> yeah. Is the music actually – I think he – I, from what I've heard, I don't think he's actually that bad, but I, I mean, no, I, I've listened to it. He's not a bad rapper, but is it a legit? Yeah. Is he making money? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like I would imagine he's making something at least. Like, is Tony like, Brown really making money off a of rap? I would, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Look at Speed, dude. Speed has like millions and millions of monthly listeners on Spotify for doing like meme songs. Pull up right now on your phone on Spotify how many <laughs> monthly listeners does Miles Bridges have? I just think I've at this point, like you said, if this wasn't true, why would Miles Bridges literally be sitting with his team too? Yeah. He's sitting close to the Hornets. And the other thing, it's in their best interest. Give him like a two-year deal where this year he'll be suspended and you pay him like the minimum and then next year you pay him like 10 mil. And it's like a bet on himself. Dude, he's getting almost – he's getting over half a mil monthly listeners. <laughs> I have a guy I interviewed, Hulgan Chase from North Carolina. He, has, he varies like – from 300 to 800,000 listeners and he's he's independent and he says he'll never sign. And I think he make 
I think every thousand views, it's like a dollar. So like, what is that? It's like a podcasting. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> or, so, I guess uh, like it's like ten to fifteen. I guess with podcasts. So he probably makes like twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars off of that. If he's getting I half a million, pulling in at least five figures a month. All right, let's move on to the next one. And Christian Wood, but this is this is weird. So it can't. Hey, there we go. Good morning. Next one. Perfect. Let's go. And the thing is, is that with. Christian Wood, okay? It came out. They're all, the most they can offer him over a two-year span is $38 million. And they're more interested in offering him a two-year deal instead of the four-year $72 million, which is the most they can offer him due to the fact that, you know, the 100%, they can only give him 100% of what he's currently or earning because he's not, like, qualified for a Supermax or a max contract. Like, and so the thing is, and he has till June 30th to – to sign an extension actually june 30th is when he becomes a free agent i think it's like april 7th they have to to sign an extension but technically after the season they can sign him before june 30th but with that being said christian wood is not he said he declined to comment if he'd rather have a four-year deal than a two-year deal after this report came out the other day from tim mcmahon however mark stein of the stein line said that the, the mavericks are willing to trade christian wood if he is not willing to sign a two-year deal because they want to do a two-year deal so they can maintain financial flexibility in the 2025 offseason, which is going to be a big offseason. And with that being said, I believe Christian Wood's agent should, because this is how you avoid tampering. If you tell your agent, because you're not speaking directly, a player cannot directly speak to another team, but there is no rules or bylaws that a lot that, that not does not allow agents from speaking to other teams. So Christian Wood could tell his agent, hey, these are the teams that – or Christian Wood's agent could talk to the Mavs and be like, what teams are you talking about trading Wood to? Okay, so we can get you a better deal if I talk to those teams and I give them a verbal agreement that if they sign – if we they give up you know whatever assets to trade for Christian Wood, Christian Wood will sign a four-year $72 million deal with you or whatever. Do you think at this point it's in their best interest to keep Christian Wood or try to package Dwight Powell or Davis Bertans, one of those two big contracts, with him? Because if you do Dwight Powell, that's $25 million you can trade for. And if you do Davis, that's $30 million you can trade for. What do you think of all that? Um, I think they're going to stick with him for the year. I mean, specifically in his last 10. So he's getting the starts, right, and they're winning games. I mean, he's averaging – like, Dwight Powell's cool. JaVale's cool, but they don't have any big man depth, really. So when I look at Christian Wood, like, in his last 10, he's averaging 21-9, and nine, two assists, 2.7 blocks. So, I mean, he can, he can get some blocks. I don't view him as, like, a legitimate rim protector in the NBA, but he's playing good basketball. I don't think they should look to trade him unless they're getting – you know, I, I would like if there was a disgruntled star, that's I don't even know if they have enough, but I, I have a hard time believing Christian Wood. I'm weird because I, I don't think Christian Wood will John Collins this year. Uh, I don't think they're it, too, maybe. Yeah, maybe. They, I think there would have to be some sprinkles in there. Because right now you could literally probably do Christian Wood, Dwight Powell, and a first round pick for John Collins. And because Atlanta has an open roster spot. Yeah, it's not a bad move for both teams. 
I would say I don't Why think they're irrelevant. If I'm Atlanta, I'd be like, give me Reggie Bullock. Instead yeah, of Powell. yeah, Powell doesn't do me too much. Because I have I mean, if there was a way to get Powell or uh, sorry, Capella in a Maverick uniform. That's I think that's not go They love Onyeka's not ready for the starting job, and yeah. it's the only one because today the report came out that they're trying to do John Coll- the Heat are monitoring John Collins. So Christian, I think that's another team. Christian Wood to the Heat, like if the Heat can attach a pick to Duncan Robinson or a but they already have Davis Bertons, which is already another, but I'm just thinking the Mavs love that shooting. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I don't really yeah, right. <laughs> we were talking Cyril loves and my man JC. We talked about him yesterday too. Without Jay Crowder, well, that's the other thing. Jay Crowder, they've they've came out and said they only want to acquire Jay Crowder by, via buyout. They're done. They've said the only thing they're offering yeah. to get Jay Crowder is Duncan Robinson. If you're I not, mean, if you're not taking Rui Hachimura, who obviously took that. Oh, so yeah, that's a stupid trade. I don't know what in the hell decline, decline, decline. I really. Or was so, it who declined it? The Phoenix declined that, right? Phoenix declined it. it was yeah, Rui I and I think what, some second round picks. I don't know exactly what Phoenix is doing, but I to finish up my point on Christian Wood, I don't think he departs this year, but I don't see him as a long but the thing is staying with uh, Dallas. Can we kibosh that? Okay, yeah. You don't like just, it? <laughs> just, I, well, it feels like I'm waking up. This okay, guy well, has, like, work. <laughs> right now, I do want to say is that, like, the round that up, the reason we brought up Jay Crowder is because all these teams, Portland, Washington, Miami, Brooklyn are interested in a power forward. And I think those are all the same teams that would be interested in Christian Wood. Yeah. Nick Claxton, would you do a straight-up trade, Nick Claxton, for Christian Wood? No, I, I don't like Brooklyn's big man depth, and I really love Nick Claxton, actually. That's right. what I was thinking, too. Yeah. That's, they, I think they, they figured it out, man. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> They're they're on a heater and no one's talking about it, dude. It actually is kind of annoying because Bruno, <laughs> Bruno, first hey. time comment, commenting. Hey, ciao. You, what do you say, ciao? Ciao. Para, I can't think of hello. Para okay. Picano Italiano. My father's from Bruno. Well, the reason we mentioned John Collins is I'm actually a huge John Collins fan. So let's move Good. on to another topic. And right here, did you want to mention? Should we talk about Zion? Yeah, I don't I don't like it. All right. Like it. Why is that? Uh, it's a young team. But I think this is good. We saw how well they've done without Herb Jones, how they've done without Brandon Ingram, and obviously Zion was there, and even without CJ McCollum. And I think now, now with Zion missing this time, I think it's going to be something that benefits them in a weird way due to the fact that they're starting to get healthy for everyone except him, obviously, Zion. But you have, yes, I know Nance has missed some games, and, you know, Ingram isn't fully back yet. He's, he's not – yeah. yeah, like he's – Ingram's still struggling through injuries, but Jose Alvarado is one of the best defensive players in the league. Jonas Valanciunas, Jonas Valanciunas is top 10 center. CJ, I think this is going to let the other guys gel. It'll allow Trey Murphy to gel out. It'll allow Herb Jones to get more offensively. Najee Marshall to get more reps. It'll get all the young guys to get reps. So then when they get to the playoffs and everyone's healthy, hopefully, or even if not everyone's healthy, those guys have the experience with everyone. Go. Sorry. For you know, that, yeah, that, no, that's a fair point. I, you're right. They played, what, 
I had it right here. 18 games, was it? Oh, crap. Of course. Yeah, they missed 18 games, and it's probably still ongoing. I don't believe Ingram's back. They missed Ingram for almost 20 games, and they're still – I know they've lost two straight, but what are they? They're third in the West, so yeah. What is it, it specifically with his toe, you know? No. Is it like turf toe? It's a toe injury, all I know. I'm not continue your rant. Continue your yeah, rant. Yeah, it's a left great toe contusion. I'm not quite sure about injuries, but sounds like turf it, toe. It bring you bring up a good point, man. I mean, CJ, hopefully Brandon comes back soon so he can get into a groove that he was never able to really get into. And you're you're right, Trey's having a phenomenal season. Act like he's almost actually a 50, 40, 90 player. And Herb Jones is back, and you're even getting chip-ins from guys like Najee Marshall, who I know we're both big on. You got guys like Larry Nance, Jose. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not too bad. Um, it It's just the, the thing with me with injuries right now is it, it's unideal because of the deadline. It's, it's just as simple as that. Like the well, it, it could make them buyers at the deadline because they have Gary Temple. But I think the, the way it works out here, look, with Ingram and Zion out, this is going to have Najee Marshall and Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, Dyson Daniels all play more minutes, which Dyson, they're going to yeah. need. Same thing with Larry Nance being out. Jackson Hayes is going to get more minutes. Willie Hearn go with it. Right? right there, you're going to have Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, Dyson Daniels, Najee Marshall, and Jackson Hayes. What is that? Like four guys off the bench who are going to be playing more. Then you're going to see some more Devontae Graham. We always need to be in rhythm. And maybe even we get to see a little bit of Kira, Kyra, Kyra or Kira. I think it's Kyra. Uh, Kyra Lewis Jr. He's only played two games since coming back from the torn ACL. And I think it's just going to give the young guys some reps, get in rhythm. So when everyone's fully healthy, it's not like you're asking guys who have not touched the court all season long to come in and play. Now you're going to have everyone having played, everyone you know, seeing different lineups, seeing what works and what doesn't. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I I think they should be buyers, but I think they should be very hesitant with buying. Like, if I'm going to do a trade, it's probably going to be Jackson Hayes, and he has been playing more recently. I was going to say Kyra Lewis Jr. and Garrett Temple. Right there, you yeah. get yourself like $8 million. You hit up the Phoenix Suns, and you'd be <laughs> like, hey, you, you, you want to give up Jay Crowder or you want to just cut him? I mean, if they're not taking Rui, I don't know if they're going to do that. I, I think an interesting destination is Eric Gordon. I mean, I just – they don't have the money to move that. I just think the only – like Garrett Temple's a great player. Hayes. But it's $19 million. Jackson Hayes makes like what, five? Does he really? Yeah, he's like on a I've seen a couple of trades of Eric Gordon. I think it's three teamers. But um, I just see it the way that you the, – the way it's got to work out is that – I don't see them making a deal. I see this actually as a team that in the buyout market definitely making a move. But I just think they're going to use this time to see how deep they are. Again, Najee Marshall, Willie Hernan Gomez, Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, Jackson Hayes. Okay, all those guys can play. We got Devontae Graham. Okay. Double D. Double D. Dyson Daniels. Yeah, getting him more minutes. Dyson Daniels is a freak because he can play point guard, shooting guard, or small forward. He's fucking 6'8". I love Dyson Daniels. He was one of my favorite prospects coming up. We were huge on him coming out of the draft. (laughs) And honestly, I think the reason why he hasn't been, he's been a little bit overlooked is he missed what the first month of the season or like sometime. Yeah, he he missed, yeah, 10, 14 games between it. 
Yeah. And it wasn't like he was bad. It was just like they weren't playing him much and they just worked him into the rotation. But he's had big moments in the when you're a rookie and you're playing the fourth quarter, that's huge. I don't I think stats don't pay a picture always for some of the rookies that aren't the big names. But if you see that they're playing in the fourth quarter and not like it being in fourth quarter, no, like in the last five minutes. If you're playing last five minutes, fourth quarter basketball, you're a good rookie. Straight up. That's Dyson Daniels. Good rookie. Yeah. Okay. I know he he's shots. Yeah, he's struggling recently making shots. He hasn't made a field goal since the 28th of December, but like go back to two games or three games ago against Philly where they it's won. It's the defense in the minutes. passing. Yeah, he only took one shot and it was a three, but he had three rebounds, two assists, two steals, a block, and finishes plus 12. So yeah. it's kind of almost like Shade and Sharp where I, I, stats and the, the fans of these teams would agree. I think Daniels is making that. a bigger impact than Sharp, though. But what I'm saying is that stats aren't going to do these guys any justice outside. Oh of no, no! Watching this, these season. guys are the type of guys that in the second or third year you see all over like NBA Central and Twitter, and people are going to be like, "Oh my god, this guy's breaking out now!" Nah, like this guy's been playing really well probably for his first two years, but third year finally minutes open up so the guy can get more touches. That's the whole thing. Imagine if Dyson Daniels was on the the Pistons instead of Jaden Ivey, he'd be putting up good stats. Yeah, he'd be like Killian Hayes on crack. Yeah, literally. So let's move over to another thing we can talk about. And yeah, I saw you guys talked about that. I think I have something else I want to talk about. Mm, Obi Top, I mean, not Obi Top, Autoport Jr. not making progress. And this this is something that I wanted to talk about due to the fact that the, there's rumors that, because we'll, this will become Toronto Raptors talk in general. So Otto Porter Jr. is not making progress on his foot injury. He hasn't played at all, correct me if I'm wrong, this season. And with Otto Porter Jr., the scary part is, is first off, OG Ananobi and Pascal Siakam are supposedly going for like Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert price. So they want like three picks and three assets if you're going to trade for OG Ananobi and Pascal Siakam. So those guys are pretty much – we see Pascal, OG – if they trade either of those two guys, people have said that would be – that would – signal a rebuild going on in Toronto. Otto Porter Jr. was supposed to be one of the guys they brought in free agency who was going to make a huge difference for this team and give them more shooting. Obviously, he hasn't played at all for them, and it's they still they don't have enough shooting. There's not enough space on this floor. Scotty Barnes, OG, and Pascal, in my mind, are untouchable. I wouldn't trade Gary Trent, but at this point, with Otto Porter Jr. not making any progress on this foot injury, and we don't know if he's going to be coming back, what what would you do if you're Toronto? It's a weird situation, especially with Toronto right now. If you look at the NBA standings, they're currently 12-16-21, same record as the Chicago Bulls. They in their last 10 games, they are three and seven. All right. And they're nine and a half games back from first place. And they are currently four and a half games away from sixth place, which would get them out of the plan. So they're really actually. They're technically tied for this 10th seed with the Wizards-Bulls, but it's not pretty right now in Toronto. What are your thoughts? And and the other thing is, is they're, like, terrible. They're 11-14th against the Eastern Conference. So, I, I, what, Toronto, I wish TP was here. I don't think TP is here. Yeah, right. So, what, this is what we're talking about. I'll switch the picture, but Toronto, do they sell? At this point, I think you trade Fred Van Vliet, Chris Boucher, even though I love him. Thad Young, you trade anyone over the age of 30 and you retool. Yeah, it's an interesting dilemma they're in here. Uh, Otto's played a couple of games. He missed the start and then he played a couple like two months ago. 
Otto has been the biggest, you know, he could have been the biggest or most underrated pickup in free agency, and it's turned into the the one of the worst, if not the worst. So, uh, you know, trading Fred brings up a – it's just a really interesting point. I've seen some magic trades. My issue with it is, first off, I'm not selling the Toronto Raptors because I have an all-NBA player. I have an all-defensive player. And I have my franchise player in Scotty Barnes. So I wouldn't not sell. But, yeah, you bring up a really good point with Freddie. And it's it's almost like the it, it's almost as if the, the Raptors view Fred differently than the rest of the league, which is really sucks because Fred's a really good player. And I will say this about trading Fred and Boucher, which I'm not going to say is what they should do or it's also not what they shouldn't do. I, I'm pretty indifferent on it because, I mean, this season is very reminiscent of me of Toronto last year. And when we looked into the final duration of the season, you know, Toronto was doing just fine. They were just lacking that depth. So my issue with trading Fred, especially to a team like Orlando, where you're going to be getting, you know, maybe Gary Harris, uh, Terrence Ross and Mo Bamba is it's like, all right, well, still who's playing point guard? Like Malachi, I know he's been playing a lot more recently and I love it, but not quite. I just I, I don't know if I would trade Fred because what am I getting? But you're gonna have to re-sign him in this upcoming season. The good news is he's having a shitter of a year. He's like I think he's the worst free field goal percentage shooting as far as point guards go. He's shooting 37 from the field, so he's suffering right now. But you're gonna be able to get him next year probably cheaper than you 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 thought you were from the start. It's just I don't know. It's a tough spot. I wouldn't do anything quite yet. Maybe two weeks from now is when I start looking at it and being like, all right, let's see what we could get. I don't think OG or Siakam are. Listen to this. If you, so a team that could be disparate, and this is all hypothetical, and I know it doesn't move the needle, but if you called up Minnesota and you're like, D'Angelo Russell, what's he making? Like 30 million? And we're like, hey, we'll send you Fred Van Vliet and Chris Boucher. Or Fred Van Vliet and Thad Young. D'Lo's an expiring contract that they could resign. They could play it out with them and then decide to resign him. D'Lo has been shooting better than Fred Van Vliet. He's a little taller. Maybe you can lock it there. And then Minnesota gets Fred Van Vliet and either Chris Boucher or Thad Young, which kind of fits what they're trying to do there. And it's no picks are involved because Minnesota has none to trade. So that's one deal I just see there. The only other thing I see that you could do is you try to get Markel Fultz for Fred Van Vliet. You say like – Tough to pry. Yeah, and like Markel I think has been looking pretty solid. But in my opinion, Ken Birch, Thad Young, Chris Boucher are all guys that should be traded. And – yeah, I don't know if I'd do that, but I agree with Boucher. It's just it's, it's I think it's if, if you're going to miss the playoffs, that's what I mean. If you're going to miss the playoffs, Chris Boucher, Thad Young, Ken Birch, let's trade them and try to go get, you know, what if you can hit up New York and be like Thad Young in a pick for Cam Reddish and Emmanuel quickly? Oh, wow, if they would do that, that's kind of I don't. Crazy. Emmanuel, I, I, I got to go back on that one because Emmanuel quickly has been playing really well for <laughs> yeah, them. I don't know I don't like so that I know, but like it, this would have been that may, might have worked when you know Emmanuel quickly was out of the lineup for a little bit. And but the thought the thought process is there, you know what I mean? You package these guys like Thad Young and Ken Birch. I don't even know if Evan Fournier would move the needle, but if Ken Birch and Thad Young for Evan Fournier. 
Yeah, 48. I mean, my thing is, like, yeah, I, I know they're struggling defensively, but I don't have defensive concerns for this team that my issues are. They're almost – they're fourth in – they're fourth, 26th in assists, points. They're a horrible rebounding team. They're one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league. They're actually not even making many field goals. They're not scoring. So – but, like, their defense is also an issue. So, I – Fournier to me seems like a, a budget Gary Trent Jr., but it does give you another option off of the bench, and it does help you with three point and scoring in general. So, you know, I do think Toronto makes a move, and I think Masai is going to get crafty as he usually does. So, I'm I'm interested to see how this this deadline turns out for Toronto. So, with that being said, I want to move pivot right here. And we mentioned D'Angelo Russell, and there's rumors going on in Minnesota, basically, that potentially D'Angelo Russell's on his way out. And I have, like, a video playing, and it was, like, killing my ear just now. But D'Angelo Russell allegedly has unfollowed the Minnesota Timberwolves on Twitter, uh, on Instagram. So let me cue this little little tidbit of information and it's actually quite interesting because a little article by Mike Scotto came out saying would trading D'Angelo Russell fix the Minnesota Timberwolves now I don't know if that would but for our last topic right here as I try to zoom out but right here so the Minnesota Timberwolves and the D'Angelo Russell could be on a split as he's unfollowed them and he's actually extension eligible and they just told him, nah, we're not giving you an extension. What are your thoughts right there? Do you think D'Angelo Russell is going to be traded by the Timberwolves? He's their only trade asset besides Naz Reed, who's probably not going to stay after the season. Unfortunately I do. I, I think that's what they decide to do. I don't think, I mean, I look at D'Lo and I, I'm like, yeah, okay. I understand he's averaging the lowest points he has since the second year in Brooklyn back in 2018, but He's still, what, 17, 3.2 rebounds, 6.5 assists, 1.1 steals. He's shooting 46 from the field, which is a career high, shooting 35% from downtown, and he's only turning the ball over 2.8 times, and that's an issue for him. But it didn't work out, okay? People don't realize is the other regime traded, which the other regime is called Gerson's Rosas, uh, as a Timberwolves fan. Then between the Gerson Rosas and now the Tim Conley era, there's the Sapcha Guptan era where he was interim president of basketball operation and he's still there but the trade for D'Lo was done by the by a different regime Gerson Rosas who was trying to reconnect our man Carlton Towns with his best friend D'Angelo Russell and it didn't work out it didn't work out a different group did it the trade looks terrible Okay, it didn't work out. There's no loyalty with Tim Conley and Russell. Okay, and Carlton T. Towns, even Tim Conley is making it seem like Carlton T. Towns isn't his guy either. So Carlton T. Towns and both D'Angelo Russell are not guys that were chosen by this regime. Nor was Edwards, but Edwards was part of the reason why Tim Conley probably accepted the job and wanted to build around him. So I just think that the reason why this is happening is because this marriage D'Angelo Russell was not chosen by the people. Even Alex Rodriguez and Mark Moore weren't the owners when 
they traded for D'Angelo Russell. I feel like everyone who runs the Minnesota Timberwolves organization looks at D'Angelo Russell and partially Carl Anthony Towns literally look at them as guys from a failed regime. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, an unfortunate reality for all of sports is, you know, new regimes, new regimes coming in, GM head coach and clearing house. It's not their guys, as you're saying. So, you know, I, I guess to make it a little bit more clear is D'Angelo Russell is not the problem in Minnesota, but they're probably going to use some type of scapegoat if they're not going to unload Rudy Gobert or Carl Anthony Towns, and it's going to be D'Lo. And it makes sense because, like you said, it's these aren't any of their guys, or he's not any of their guys, and he's on the last year of his horrible contract. So he is a trade asset to have. I, it's going to be tough to find 30 milli, but – I would trade D'Angelo Russell for depth if I'm going to trade trade him, and it, there has to be a point guard involved in this trade. So, you know, Toronto is something I never really thought about. I don't know if he, I don't know if D'Lo so, fits what I'm looking for. There was a great article re- recently written by, I believe, I'm really think I can't believe who. Oh, Mike Scotto wrote it. So Mike Scotto over here wrote this morning that. The Minnesota Timberwolves have a few deals on the table. There's supposedly a Kyle Lowry, D'Angelo Russell swap. This Ooh. would allow the Miami yeah. Heat to open up cap space and neck this coming year's free agency and also have more of a three-point shooter. While Kyle Lowry would bring leadership and defense that is needed for the Timberwolves. Yes, you have Kyle Lowry on another deal for another year while D'Angelo Russell is a – expiring but they're both negative trade assets where no picks would be needed to be involved so it could happen that's an idea and everyone who's watching right now hit that like button and subscribe for more nba show we go live every single day at 5 to 6 p.m and we do clips but the thing is is right here what do you think about this and do you think that is it possible for a guy like Angel russell like what is that do you think he's under like overvalued is he undervalued i don't i don't know what's the the value because right here i just found the article and the article right here says d'angelo russell is more or less the same player that they traded for and there's another deal that they said a combination of will barton monte morris and delon wright could get the deal but the thing is is why would they do that with the wizards when they would have no backup point guard i say a deal will barton monte morris and Rui Hachimura. Yeah, I don't need. Or, I don't need the one right. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that, that way the Wizards keep keep Delon right as the defensive point guard, and Delangelo will be your offense. Now you have the big three, and this way you could even trade Kyle Kuzma for somebody else now, and you have a big three of Russell, Porzingis, and Real, and you can re-sign our man Russell before the season ends. And for me, I think that's one. But, like, those are the deals we're hearing. Wizards and Miami. Uh, would you do either of those? Yeah, I do like Miami. I know you're taking on Lowry's contract. And, you know, we saw the playoffs, like, absolute shitter performance. I think that's being generous. It was actually one of the worst performances, I mean, not of all time, but for a player of his magnitude. But yeah, I like that. I really like the Wizards trade. I like Monty Morris. I don't think they need anything crazy. You already have Dan, or you already have 
Anthony Edwards. You already have Cat. You already have Rudy Gobert. So you have plenty of power. You have plenty of star power, which wins you playoff games. Guess who signed? And you Mon- lost so much depth. Guess if they did this Wizards deal of the Will Barton, Monte Morris for Rudy Hachimura. Guess who signed and traded for Monte Morris? Signed extensions and traded originally for Will Barton and gave both of those guys extensions when he was part of the Denver Nuggets. I believe the guy in charge right now. Tim Conley yeah. was the guy who traded for Will Barton or either signed him from Portland, then it gave him both Mon- and drafted Monte Morris and gave Monte Morris and Will Barton extensions before leaving, and then they were traded to the Wizards. Both of those guys hasn't worked out in Washington. Every day that this passes, D'Lo for Monte Barton and Rui makes more and more sense. Yes, they have, I believe, only like two or three second-round picks they can give, Right here, they're they have they can't trade any first round picks, and they only have three second round picks. I would give you two second round picks, D'Angelo Russell for Morris Barton, and my man Rui Hachimura. Yeah, what, that what do you have to lose? I think well, Rui's on a heater as we were talking about earlier. I think Monty's underrated. Or maybe he's properly rated. I don't think he's bad at all. We he's just one of the best backup crazy. point guards, but he's a very he's a average star. He's a, okay, he's yeah, a, okay. So that, that's what I was going to say. Can you yeah. start? Yes. But he, you would have to have three really good players in your starting lineup. But, like, Monty Morris is an average average starting point guard in the NBA. Nothing wrong with that. But he is an elite, an elite backup point guard. Yeah. I think he's you know what I'm saying? Too. Yeah. He's too good to be a backup, but he's average to be. It's kind of the Tyus Ty- Ty- Jones. Tyus Ty- Jones is a bit better, though. I'd flip it, but I think they're same tier, same tier. Whatever we'll agree on that. Same tier, but for me, Monty's a little bit. Arguably, those do you agree with me? Those two are the best backup point guards in the NBA. Yeah, and my favorite part about this is first off, D'Angelo Russell did not unfollow me. Uh so he thank you. you? Uh, yeah. Deloading. Oh yeah. We got some mutual friends. Um I don't know if you're being serious. No, I'm serious. And then my second favorite part is you, can you, you hear this? You've met him? No, I've never met D'Lo. Not yet. I'll meet him one day. I'll meet him one day. I'll meet Devin Booker, too. These are big golfers. They're big golfers. No, I don't know D-Book, and he doesn't follow me or anything like that, but we have a very close mutual friend. Same thing with Kyle Kuzma. So I think I'll meet him one day. When I'm Whenever I go to L.A., I don't like that uh, city. But anyways, my favorite part about all this is that, like, Washington continues to be a mediocre basketball. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about my wizards like that, bro. Don't talk about my wizards like that, bro. My wizards. Go D-Lo, D-Lo, We're building from the middle. We're building from the middle. When when that team plays their combined twelve games as a trio, we play like shit for three games, and then we have two games that we're like we're the wizards, okay? Yeah, and the Bradfield yeah. tweaks his hamstring again. And they That's just because God doesn't want us to have any nice things. It's really annoying when I drafted this dude, and I'm I'm ready to trade Bradley Beal. But he's a good player. He is. Now so let's swag. move over. To- Swaggy. I just I was watching his video. Uh, I was watching his new video today, or before we went live. I love the shirt, Swaggy. <laughs> what was his shirt? I it's it was uh it was a Swaggy YouTube shirt. It was merch. Like- you made merch? Got merch? Got merch going. That's what it seems like. I wasn't able to finish more than a minute of the video, but how many subscribers you got, Swaggy? Now on your main channel? 
Bro, if you knew how much swag he was, if you knew the, if you paid attention, you'd be like, "Fuck NBA, I'm, I'm watching football, man." <laughs> you rag on. I need to get back on the same thing goes bro. with me. I've told you several times, and if you just looked on Swaggy's channel, you would like be like, "Okay, yeah, I should start making a football video every single day." I will. I will. That'll be my New Year's. I'll start today. I'll make a football video every day. I'll put it on my list. I'll put it on my list right here. We'll put it on the list. Before we start talking about this, you say make a football video every day, and I should. So over here, I'm pulling out my goddamn book, okay? And where's the fucking pen? Where's the pen when you need one? All right, I got a pen. We're opening this up. You know who's an underrated actor that's a meme, kind of? Who? No. Brendan Fraser. In a good way. Josh Groban. Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, there we go. Make a video, football video today and once a day. Write that down. Karis LeVert, according to Chris Ferdur, I believe. It said around the league that Karis LeVert is the best asset on the Cavaliers roster. If they were to make a trade, he's an expiring deal. And his salary matches them to a lot of guys around the NBA. And you're, you, you hit 23K now on YouTube? Main channel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're stupid. You post <laughs> football on there? I'm not even going to answer this disrespectful question. I, I follow and watch your YouTube videos. I do. I watch your NBA stuff, though. I haven't posted an NBA video in two months. Okay, then that, like... <laughs> Didn't even realize that. Make sure you watch my Packers video. Let's go. I hope it's on the main channel, man. I see my boy Luca Rosano is getting, like, 100K per Packers video right now with pictures. Man's a beast. I keep oh, yeah. posting Packers videos and getting minus three subs and 200 views. So I have no idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stalk Swaggy and your channel tonight and make it. I'm just not going to sleep tonight. That's the thing. I thought I was. I'm also like recovering from like – like I have a bad shoulder injury from traveling. And it's like so inflamed. I'm like rubbing Biofreeze on it like every two hours. I get that with the back. Like literally, dude, it's like right it's here. Insufferable, dude. I I can't do certain <laughs> movements in my shoulders. Like complete. Like I threw it out or something. From like sleeping. yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's weird. I have the same. Whenever I travel, even if it's in a car, my back is fucked. I, I don't like, know if it's the it was the plane drugs. or the driving. Planes or what. fuck yeah. I'm yeah, planes do. I mean, I'm, I'm flying an economy. Yeah, right. I was in the dude. I was in my flight today. I was. I'm like in the middle. I'm in the aisle, which I love being in the aisle. And I've got all these like, not to be like disrespectful, but I got all these whales. Like I'm trying to sleep and I'll get like some whale. Just <laughs> like, all right, I'm awake now because the bathroom's oh, right there because I'm in the back. I sleep through the turbulence and shit always. But like I'm just saying like in the aisle, like people got these huge asses because nobody's in shape in this goddamn country. And they're just <laughs> yeah, little rant, rant of the day. Now you got me wanting to make NFL videos. I'm just gonna make. Yeah, videos you're videos. stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna make a. Don't look at Swaggy's videos. Don't go to Swaggy's channel unless you want to be like 
severely pissed off for not listening to me for like three straight months. I'm not going to hit 50K by the end of the playoffs. That's a little ridiculous, but it's... Swaggy will definitely hit 50K by this time next month. There's no doubt in my mind. He will be at 50K. Wait, Swag. <laughs> what are you at? Like 40K? He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> so. Yeah, I guess Zero Football is going to be making a comeback. Yeah. I just want to keep all my channels separate. I don't like mixing content. You know, I thought the same thing. And then I got, you know, like my like $200 basketball videos for the month making them all day every single day and i was like well this isn't working so <laughs> that's why i, I love so. the show baby i still talk basketball every day so you just quit making nba videos i quit making nba video you just make football no, there's no point but like I had a, I had my one good like the best month I ever had with making YouTube videos was like less than two grand and this was like two years ago or a year and a half ago and yeah I, I'm not Kenny for real I'm not Kenny Beecham I can't get well the offseason camp. I had back to back months where I made a thousand dollars off the NBA yeah so you don't look at Swaggy and I's channel because I see what you're saying a thousand dollars is nice but like you guys are pulling like what like four grand I bet well. I'm making. I'm making. I'm gonna tonight. I'm gonna make ten NBA, uh, ten ten NFL videos. Okay, and I'm gonna post them on my channel. I'm gonna do like every playoff team. I'm gonna do twelve. I'm gonna do twelve. I won't. I won't sleep tonight. I'll make twelve videos. There you go. Yeah, exactly. That'll, that'll be the plan. But now, damn, bro, I'm fucking pissed now. I got nothing to do. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. And nothing to do. I just won't sleep. So I guess the best motivator because I'll see him post a video to blow up, and I'm like, shit, this guy's a beast. Like I need to, I need to figure this out like right now. I'm gonna go right here, Swaggy. We're pulling up your YouTube channel. <laughs> Man's at thirty six thousand. <laughs> Look at this man. Okay, though he's got good ass edits. Yeah, yeah, he's very good with clips. Very good yeah, with clips. Very did he always do clips? Uh, I think he does bottom maybe. left. Yeah, some like, yeah. Swaggy, you like bottom left? I do. I like doing bottom top uh, top left because rules of third, everybody looks left to right first. So anything on the top left will be viewed first. Anything on the bottom left will be viewed second. So go to my channel real quick. Because I used to like doing face videos and Will Upton montage. That's what I'm yeah, dude, I've noticed. <laughs> Go to popular. So that video right there, there's no face. All these videos don't have my face in it. Like That's what I've noticed. Videos. For some reason, people what? like videos without your fucking face in there, but I want to. But so that's what I'm saying. This video has 97,000 views and it is Thomas, crazy. you're 100% right. And but the thing is, like, they're in that video that was like my first ever Niners video that blew up. It has, and I was making them for weeks. It has maybe because I'm thinking before I'm making that video, I'm like, nobody's gonna watch this because I've made 10 videos in the last two weeks, and the most it's gotten is 200 views. And that one has like two minutes of clips, and the rest are just goddamn pictures. Same thing with the Seahawks, same thing with the Chiefs videos. They're all goddamn pictures. Go on Redline Rosario right now, or Redline Rosano. 
should like I should like delete this. This yeah. one red zone. Yeah. Now go to videos and popular. So this is your yeah. So Luca doesn't. They're all pictures. These are all picture videos. There's no face. There are no clips. These are all picture videos. Pictures. I'm leaving. I'm gonna go. Make <laughs> right like, now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're pictures. Now, Luca has been doing YouTube for a very long time, and he's, like, very good at what he does, and he covers sports for a living. Swaggy, wait. Saying. Swaggy just missed it. Swaggy, I, I'm, I'm copying your template. What is it? All right, so I've met, we were looking at your channel just now. Well, find okay. your own niche with it, you know. Okay, I'm going to keep my face in it then. That was my niche. I have well, my like, face I'm in it. Well, like, I'm saying with the thumbnails, you know, at least. Oh, I, I do my own thing with the thumbnails. Okay, oh, That's, okay. I always – I don't like copying. Have you Like, I don't do any of your guys' thumbnails. I added, I stopped doing after, it took you like three, five months to get me to stop doing my old thumbnails. It's been great since I quit them, but I, I'll keep my own thing. Let's go do that like before he started the show. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like your <laughs> biggest, like, your biggest complaint for the longest time was my thumbnails. Because I always, I was like, let me, because I keep going. I was like, I'm going to make it doing it my way, but like slowly you're conforming. You're, yeah, you're starting to conform me. You're like, Cyril, you, you can keep it your way, but you should really like fucking do this because you're just missing out on a boatload of cash. And I'm like, at this point, you know, I'm about to graduate. I should probably start. I got student loans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the most I got offered is like 60, 70 right now, but like a year. But like, that's the, the plan really is to have YouTube. My my poll, yeah, I want to be able to pay my rent with YouTube, then be able to pay like twenty thousand a year of student loans, and then still have like thirty to forty to play with. I thought my, my thought was kind of the same thing, but with golf balling, and then Swaggy starts doing his thing, puts me on board with it. I start testing it out, and it becomes vice versa. It's like, all right, Swaggy, what are you what are you what are you doing right now, Swaggy? Hop on this call. <laughs> Keep telling it, man. But uh, I thought I have no idea where we are in this NBA conversation. Where are we? Let's let's just do Pirtle. Yeah, it really is. Let's just do Pirtle right <laughs> I now. Make a, I make want to make a video before dinner. Yeah, dude. Now you, you got me all over here. So let's play the lo-fi music. All righty, here we are, guys. It's been. Uh, did you play yesterday? Yeah, the uh, chatter one. Really? Yeah. Well. I was trying to get Luke to guess it, and we all kind of figured what it was. And so um, that's Kelly Oubre. All right. Cole Anthony. Let's go. I'm stupid in Southeast. Uh, he's 22 years old, though, and he's not in the Southeast, so Atlantic or Central. Ooh, is that – wait, is that DG, the PG? Oh, Garland. I don't know why I thought you said DJ, like <laughs> – Was that you? <laughs> That's DG, the PG, right there. <laughs> That was for my Cavs fans. Swaggy. That's why we all got to live nearby each other. Swaggy's about to move to Texas, man. Swaggy, move to Florida, bro. I'm Dude, over Florida here. is the move, bro. All right. I think that's where we're going to – I'm just going to tell you a Florida story. All right. So, fucked up. So, flight gets canceled. So, we rent a car. We, like, we're in Atlanta. 
it's 10 hours to get back home to Baltimore or nine hours to just drive in Miami. I call my dad and at this point I'm like, dad, like what the fuck should like, we do? Like, cause like he's also like sending me money out. Like, Hey, and so my dad's just like, you made it this way. Just go there. And we're staying at one of my dad's best friends at condos and, well, yeah. and like, and, save it to go a little bit. yeah. So, so we drove, I'll oh, do it was dope. So we drive down, we drive, his name is Johnny de la Fuente, Cuban guy. And we pull up to his place and we hop in his car and he takes us to little Havana and in Miami and we're like smoking weed in his car and like he's smoking is like his wife and him are smoking oh my god that was like text that was like my last so, text yeah so we're we're smoking we go to little Havana we first before we even eat we go to this place called Azuka Azuka which is like Cuban ice cream oh so good then we go at like we, we basically drove all over Miami because he's like we literally drove on top of a golf course, a nine-hole golf course, and he just drove around and was like showing us this season, and then just drove back onto the road. Guy's fucking crazy. And literally at like one in the morning, he was just driving us all over Miami, showing us. And it was awesome because we wouldn't have been able to do it during the day because it's like traffic and shit, and we didn't know it as well then. So he showed us all over Miami, all the coolest parts. Next day, we go up to Fort Lauderdale to go check out a law school, uh, St. Thomas and Nova Southeastern. Nova Southeastern, fucking beautiful. Checked out the University of Miami. Dream scenario is to live in Fort Lauderdale, Miami. If financially everything yeah. fucking works out, obviously that. But like a lot of things have to fall in order, and it's just just make football with you. I know, I know, but like there's other things like life, like other life factors that you know what I mean. I gotta contribute. Do you, do you mean the the girlfriend? Yeah, my yeah, the girl that I'm probably gonna like get engaged with, <laughs> and. The other thing is, is so then we went to St. Petersburg and we spent like a basically like 36 hours in St. Petersburg, Clearwater. Clearwater is kind of like redneck. I also got profiled. It's good. Okay. Oh, so I got profiled like full on. Like I misscanned something. Okay. And yeah. I didn't notice. Oh, dude. I was like, bro, I, I did it. Like I, they were giving me the hardest time. And I was just there. And I came back to my girlfriend who was at the hotel room. And I explained, she's like, Sarah, they, they just profiled. I was like, yeah, there was like a bunch of other people in there. And they like literally like stuck on me, like, and like, cause I misscanned one of the towels. I didn't scan both towels and I only scanned one of them. And they like, hold on, I was like, bro, like, I don't even have this in Kansas, like, happen. They're like, I was like, it was like the fucking Gestapo's. Huh? Towels for the beach? Yeah, towels for the beach because we didn't pack it. <laughs> and I was there. Like, they fucking like stopped me over here as if I was like stealing crack. <laughs> or something or like from pill i was like bro i'll go back and scan it again like scan it like not that big of a deal and then we just said like same we just saw that like so apartments were like two thousand twenty five hundred dollars a month to like up to three grand in like fort lauderdale like miami then like in st petersburg we found like downtown st petersburg between like 13 and 2000 and like a lot bigger like the ones we were looking at were like just one bedrooms in Miami for Lauderdale to like two thousand. Yeah, that it's pricey on that side. Yeah, it's two thousand, three thousand for like a single bedroom, like single yeah. bedroom. We found yeah. two bedrooms for thirteen to two thousand dollars in St. Petersburg downtown. Like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And St. Pete's kind of St. Petersburg lit, like. Yeah, quieter. Everything's spiking right now, though. I, I think that'll change in the next six months. So that's why I'm like, kind of curious what when my lease ends, what that price is looking like. Uh, yeah, but I also look. 
office space so much cheaper in, in Petersburg. Okay. All I need is an office, dude. We could literally when well, you're the not thing working, is is if you want an office just for your videos and then we want to do it with oh, studio. Oh. No, what I'm saying is we get a bigger office, a two-room oh, office okay. instead of a one-room office. Get make one room just the official studio, and then the other room we can just set up like recording like spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are like because the whole thing is the like sound booth, and then if we move to St. Petersburg, that's when I'm gonna like go to my university, ask for grants, and then also go to like local businesses and sponsorships and do a bunch of like writing, like typewriting. And because at that point, if I'm building this studio before I even start that, I'm just gonna go get some people to fund it. Yeah, why pay for it myself when I can just sit with you, write a really good pitch, and then yeah. spend like a week cold call, not even cold calling, just walking into businesses being like, Do you want to, like, you yeah. know, and just right there, raise like five grand, 10 grand, and then just use that and build a studio and just yeah. sell naming rights and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then also go to the university and be like, Hey, I'm a grad student. I qualify for research grants. I'm a journalism student. I have a show that like that could be part of research. I'm glad you're finally on board with, uh, hey, Florida's probably a top five state undisputed in, in the country. And it's not just the weather. But I know you weren't complaining with the what, eighty degrees. It was. Probably. Oh, it was so fucking beautiful. So I was so used to it. Uh, <laughs> it was always getting too hot at one point. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's the other thing is like I don't want to live in Central. I want to live by the beach. No, one hundred percent. Like yeah, I'll it's so. Place. Yeah, well, that's the I'll thing. And the all other thing is, is like I don't. I don't think I looked in the other. Like I don't know where to look in St. Petersburg if I wanted a house like right outside the city. A house or apartment? I, I mean, right now it's probably gonna be more. Fee- ap- apartment is more feasible. Yeah, but like, yeah. they're building but it up. I'm telling you, Tampa and St. Pete's. I know, like I showed you that stat with Sarasota as well, but they're building at a rapid rate. Like, well, it'd be dope if we're like a, a townhome would be dope. Dude, it, it like to me like a sick world is like you and your girl are living yeah we're in a top we're in a like nice little area like a you know gated community you guys live in your own thing i'm living in my own thing golf on golf on nick's in his own thing swaggy's in his own thing we just hop on to the stew all day oh yeah at that point i I would because i don't play golf i would so film for you for golf ball because i don't go i I know how to play golf i know how to play yeah this is the thing is like i I would have free time And like I know how to film. Like I like took you know what I mean. Like half my school was learning how to film. I don't. I don't golf too much to be honest with you. So I thought you go. You go on fucking twenty-seven hole golf trips. Well, yeah, golf trips. I think what I'm trying to get to are like monthly golf trips uh, for like a week. But like I know I how to golf. I've been told like for so long, I played like ten times. Okay, I used to actually I probably like more in high school. I used to play like once every other month. But I think the best I've ever shot was a ninety-eight. And I've been told for someone who never plays golf, I typically shoot low hundreds, high nineties. Yeah. That I've been told that's like really good for someone who never practices. Average, yeah. yeah, like, and that's just, I mean, that's just cause like I'm somewhat athletic and I know like, and the other thing is like, I really, I'm really good at putting. That's my whole, like, cause I was really yeah, good. Yeah, like, yeah, you got it. So like yeah. my whole thing, I was one of the best mini golfers always. When we mini golf, I was always like the winner. 
And like the other thing is, is all through high school, when I would go to the beach, they were always at the beach houses. We would rental, there'd be golf clubs. And me and my boys would either booze and do like indoor golf with like red solo cups and putt, you know, like from across the room. Or if I was hanging with my parents, I would just be doing that for fun to kill time. And so I just, I'm my, my weakness is just the fairway. Yeah. Like getting up the fairway. Yeah. That thing's spraying everywhere. It's difficult to even want to be there. Yeah. I mean, nor have I played at good golf courses. I've only played at shit golf courses. Yeah. You know, like when I played in high school and college, like I'm playing at like, you know, you don't know what's the fairway or the rough. Yeah. Well, even if you were like, because I know not too many people want to film for us because they want to be in the content and stuff. But like we. I would not give a fuck about being in the content because I'm we, not we a good go golfer. Some, like we're like just boozing and like smoking and stuff like last month i won't name the name but like we played golf with one of my one of my celeb boys and he brought his celeb friend who's on like netflix and stuff and we're just like smoking walking in the mall like it's just stuff like that like a nice like it's just a good connection building these connections in florida like it's uh there's a lot of people here man and it's there's some fun stuff no it definitely is some just fun stuff. Start. that's why i want that's why i want to be near I'd love to be near you. I think Swaggy's pretty set on moving to Houston, but hopefully he changes that that opinion after you know. Why Houston? Shows. Why Texas? It's at fifty thousand subs, and we're booling every night in Florida. And Swaggy, just start watching basketball and and just come on, move to Florida, bro. <laughs> That's the whole thing, and the reason why I love making NBA videos is I genuinely just love making basketball videos. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why, like, I just. Love this show. It's awesome. just a hobby at this point. Yeah. That's like why, like, I kind of like. When you just watch look. basketball all night for just enjoyment, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just making video talk about it. It's like and get paid. It's like, well, yeah. hold on. That's why, like, Luke loves coming on and stuff. I was like, I put like not that much effort in my videos, and it's just like I just put them out there. It's just my thoughts. I read something. I'm like, here's my thoughts. Yeah. Here's credit to who reported this. Yeah, but. Again, it's all just because, like, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to be on TV. Also, the, the amount of times this past week I've been called Lil Dicky. Like, literally last night I was buying, or this today I was buying pods. And I'm going there and he goes, what do people tell you look like? Like, Lil Dicky. He's like, damn, right off the bat. I'm like, yeah. I was like, the other one's Ricky Rubio. He's like, yeah, yeah. ACL, I hear you're coming back this month. No, no, no. I'll be back next month. We'll have a lot of stuff to talk about tomorrow. I know. So we'll be better tomorrow. We'll have Luke <laughs> on too. We just got to, I mean, first off, can we talk about the fact we did talk about a shit ton of stuff? We talked about eight things. We had five topics. Then we also talked to Yulo. We also, we talked a few yeah, things. These, uh, these clips are going to be coming on pretty late. I don't know if you can catch the vibe here. You can't. We're in Florida. Can you, the, you, can, you can see the pool. I don't know if you can see the ocean. Are you Are you in a different country? Si, senor. Oh, you're in Mexico. What do you, what do you guys say about that? Is, he? is that racist? Are you in Mexico? Mexico. Cabo? All-inclusive resort. In Cabo? Cancun. We got, here, we got here about an hour and 20 minutes ago. That's why I was saying I might be late, but we made it work. So I got my I got to do my golf on pod in four minutes, and then I got a reservation good, at dude. dinner. So it's gonna be some late. Oh, we didn't do per. Oh, we did do per. Yeah, it was very. Yeah, started, Thomas, man. watch that fertile baby. Watch how that's done. All right, yeah. boys. That was the NBA show.
it is glad to be back. It felt like forever since we had done this, but that's it. You got anything else to say, bud? Uh, I wish you all a very good night tonight because I'm going to have a very good night tonight. All righty. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll drink a pina colada for you all. Yeah, drink one for me. Yeah. Ciao.